we can't swear on the podcast anymore? No, it's, we're Maybe. just joking with know. you. Oh, no, we geez. weren't. No, we weren't. Okay. I don't think anyone in management listens to this podcast. <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> Literally no one. Well, they're going to want to now. Previously on The Winner's Club. Welcome into a brand new season of the Winners Club podcast here. We are ready to kick off things for the 2020 season. Uh, sorry Woo! if you tuned in for, uh, you know, beginning of September and we're hoping to get picks from us for the whole season. It took us a while to get uh, up and running here. But we are good to start uh, 0-0 on the season. Mutt, Shime, how does it feel to be back? Well, I'll start with COVID, guys. I mean, no sports for a long, long time. We've missed doing this podcast for a while, doing things like watching Madden streams and Shime's betting on uh, soccer, but it's a, it's brand new. We got football starting uh, this week in the NFL. There's some games on Thursday, Sunday, Monday. So, Shime, I don't know about you. I'm excited to finally handicap some football games this year, buddy. But it's it's an exciting thing, man. I yeah. I've been wait. It's like Christmas morning for me, you know. Christmas yeah. morning for you. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know well, what? Well uh, said, Chris. We're coming right. off Thank of a. You. Thank you. We're coming off of a season where I believe we finished 63, 64% somewhere in that range. Yeah, so nice. I'd say we're excited to get going. And, you know, normally we'd start with a picks recap, but, uh, you know, it's a new season. So there's no picks recaps to start off with. Uh, yeah, so, it's either one know. of two things. Either it's a brand new season or we are so embarrassed by our picks we're trying to pretend that last week did not happen here oh, on the Club Podcast. I'm not sure which. What? I'm not sure which we're doing here. I'm just. Time, yeah, you know what he's. What, I, what, what, I, what are you referring to, Mutt? I think he means the fact that you've I'm sorry, my brain's broken. went I'm 0 and sure. three for like the fourth time this year. What do you, yeah, what? didn't do an open for the show, and you texted us and said, "Hey guys, I'm too lazy to do work, and I, we're going to really I'm have not to lazy. do the Versions podcast." Well, well, I mean, my, you, my, my, you know, you know, things can happen in people's lives, right? And you, things what, happen what, in people's lives. And very you well know said. What and it just so happens that I am eagerly waiting for uh, a certain man to not be a leader of a certain thing anymore. <laughs> And, <laughs> and has uh, been <laughs> drinking a lot of wine and and eating a lot of uh, meatballs, and he's just oh, this is all accurate, by the way. Just Gross. A bloated I can only imagine how bad that booth smells. Oh my god! Uh, god I did, I did warn Shime at the beginning of the day. He did. He did give me a fair warning. I I'll said, just you know, anxiety gives me gas, and I'm running on three days of it now. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, John, don't worry. By this sometime is the next ride. month, we'll know who the president is. You have <laughs> only a month. Of, only a month of this, buddy. At the rate Nevada counts, we may not find out till next year. I mean, I knew I was going to be anxious, but I was hoping that uh, I was hoping. Yeah, it's like the it's like the sloth from Zootopia is who's counting in Nevada right now. Might you show your kids Zootopia? I guess not. Uh, I think they've probably seen it. You know what a sloth is, right? Uh, I know what the, I know what a sloth. They is, do yes, exist right? outside of that movie, so we can, no. We and can I've, go and off I've that. seen sloths on Twitter. I've seen three, sloths. sloths. The three toed cool. sloth. They look sort of human. Like they speaking do human of sloths, stuff, like I love wave. Boston yeah. Scott this uh, week in his matchup. <laughs> the first what DFS. happened? I, I was just giving a DFS ding dong for Boston Scott, and they're on by this week. Oh, they are okay. Good thing I didn't say that. <laughs> wow. Somebody has been well, watching entirely too much CNN. It's, it's O and O. So. Well, CNN's been like NFL Red Zone this week, so that dude's been wheeling. Uh, before oh, John, we, well, oh, yeah, so so what, I, what I will say about last week is that uh, Shime and I have a little thing that we'd like to do here. To uh, you know, la- Last week, one of my own three picks. I don't even remember what the other two were, but mm-hmm. uh, this whole Zimmer outdoors on the road thing, second time this season it has not worked, so I think, it, I think it's time to put it the rest. To take a... To take a line from Rich Keefe, here's what you're going to do with our former Mike Zimmer gospel. I want you to take it. I want you to fold it up into a tiny little box. I want you to shine it up real, real nice. And then I want you to stick it directly up your bum bum. That's what I want you to do with it. Because it is no longer in play. It no longer exists. This gospel has been ripped from the Bible of the Winner's Club and thrown directly into the sun. 
This is the music John went with. Oh, two games, though? That's a small sample size, Shab. You guys are analytics guys. Is two games enough to do uh, this? Yeah. Yeah, it is. This it's, it's because... So here's the thing. All right, we can stop with the music. Here's the thing about this Mike Zimmer team. <laughs> <laughs> is that they are much different than old Mike Zimmer teams in that they can do they things on offense. They win games outdoors on the road. And they don't do things on defense. And that's what lost them games outdoors on the road. And so now it's switched. And there you go. Analytics. Wow. Wow. Really broke Nailed that it. one down. Yeah. Glenn's ready to burst through the door. <laughs> <laughs> Analytics? Outdoor, into, road and home splits? What? That's yeah, not a record. I will say, uh, you guys can bail on it. I, I've never subscribed that it's a gospel theory, but it still is. I, I think it's still a winning bet over his lifetime. I'm not going to look at two it is, opportunities here. It's like 217-1, you know but so. recency bias. But I know this is, part, this is part of your thing. I heard, I've heard, I've listened to you guys uh, recap on Free Money uh, Monday on the Dale and Keith show when you're saying how bad your picks were. You've decided to stop betting on certain teams. So this is a theme for you. I get it. It's like going back to an ex-girlfriend. Nope, we're going to stop doing that. So It's like, I it's like the it. Mean it Girls. Win, You've win. seen the movie Mean Girls, right? Sure it's, have. It's, yeah, like the, burn it's like the burn book. Exactly. That's oh, yeah. what this is. Burn They've book. burned us one too many times. And so for the 2020 season, they're going in the uh, NFL burn book. Speaking of being burned one too many times, Chime, uh, your Chargers picked this past week. Ah, oh, dude. Can I? I just, I hate it, man. It's, and it's, I, it was a bet on Justin Herbert. That's what this was. It was a bet on Justin Herbert. And Justin Herbert didn't let me down. The f- Chargers defense hey, did, though. Hey, hey. Sorry. Yeah, four four yeah, straight just... weeks, too. This has been uh, an embarrassment for them. An Anthony Lynn needs to, to go. They don't have they an need, analytics department. They need a they legitimate are, they head are... coach. They need a legit head coach, and this team might actually win multiple football games. You might actually be able to chain together a handful of football wins. But no, with Anthony Lynn, the Chargers going to charge her, and they're going to blow it in the freaking end of the game. That's why, spoiler alert, not picking the Chargers this week, oh, even really? though they're only favored by a point. I wanted to so bad. It was churning inside of me. Pick the Chargers. Ride with Justin Herbert. He's your boy, and I can't do it because Anthony Lynn keeps ruining everything. They are in the pantheon of teams that cannot hold a lead because they will go conservative in the second half and blow oh, said lead. Brutal. Put him, put him well, right up there about, with the Lions, I, I, Pete Carroll before this season. I know we're not going to recap all these games uh, this week. I'm just going to bitch that I don't know why I keep buying into the Cleveland Browns. I mean, every week I'm like, oh, they I can't did the lose. Same thing. So they're I set up. Miles did you check, Garrett, the, did you check the weather before that game, Mark? Kareem Hunt. Well, it didn't, except for that one little stretch there where it was like you know, snowing sideways and that terrible shot. I knew my. It's one of those things, Shime, when they showed Baker Mayfield huddled up in that big jacket, said, ball game, we're done. It's you want to know when I up. knew? You want to know when I knew the game was over? That field goal? They trot out Cody Parkey <laughs> for the field goal. It's like, all right, we're going to kick the field goal, get the ball back, score a touchdown. We're going to tie this football game, boys. Cody Parkey walked out there, and I, I said to myself, I go, there's no shot he makes this kick. And you I know thought what he it was did? in for a while. I hey. thought it was in. <laughs> as soon as he kicks it, I'm like, oh, my God, I might have been wrong. And it just kept going left. <laughs> oh, my God. Just kept going left. Al Davis was blowing from heaven to make oh, that thing go left to right or right I to left. I can't believe it. That was so if we, were keeping, if we were keeping track, do we know what the overall record was? So we were 7 one, one two yes. weeks ago. What oh, was no. this week? This week we were 2-7. Uh, and seven. Yep. I, there you go. I want to check my tweet. Probably means the week you should fade us. Either way, yes. let's get all the money. If you faded the Winners Club podcast, you, you cashed it. in big, baby. Yeah, and did. luckily for us, the Browns and the Bengals are on bye weeks this week. So those those are two Thank of th- those ones tend also, to nip us in the bud. I also want to point out the fact that one of the picks I got, Mutt was very mad at me for taking the pick. But Chiefs minus 19 and a half, covered Honestly, with ease. You, but, okay, <laughs> you, you felt good about that in the fourth quarter as the Jets were hanging around? No Yes, way. I did. The no Jets are in the Jets. They sucked. 
I didn't even. I didn't. I looked at that game twice, and that's it. And that was it. And that was it. I didn't need to look at it ever again because it was one of those bets where you place, you just don't look at Chime it. I just bets the best team every week. No, you just make the bet. <laughs> You Play just don't even look at yeah, it. Here's a, a look at Kansas City and Pittsburgh this the, week. You know this, Mutt. There's some box score bets. You just like bet Seattle on a game this week. that you like, yep. but you don't watch it. You don't sweat it. Nothing. You tune in at 4 o'clock, check the box score, and what do you know? Chiefs covered. Who would have thought that? It's like last. It's like a few years ago when you know Patriots used to move you up tax brackets. Now they move you down tax brackets. Yeah, don't or bet they on move Patriots. you up if you bet against them. But I'm not betting the Patriots this week. Don't do it. I'm not touching that. Uh, also, Eagles and Rams on a bye week this week. So a lot of lot of uh, animals on the bye week. So well, I think the thing you have to look at Sunday night. Uh, you know, Camaro was questionable yesterday. Michael Thomas questionable in practice. How many of those Saints are going to come back? If they're banged up again. They're, I didn't pick this game, but they're in a really tough spot. And there'll be some guys for Daily Fantasy that'll be able to step up and play in what should be a, a game where the Bucks are going to score. It's Antonio Brown week, baby. He's back for Tampa Sunday night. Yep. Brady and Breeze, let's do it again. Should be a fun one. I'm I'm excited. I mean, I don't know if we want to just get right into our picks because... Sure do. Oh, yeah, uh, we definitely do. We definitely do. I, so. I am picking this game, and I am taking okay. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, so you're declaring yep. yourself getting to go first? Yeah, I am. We're all 0-0. Yeah, by default. I, don't know why you I do went that. one and by two. Default shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go uh, so I'm taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mud brought it up. I, I'm taking the Buccaneers here. I I know. So Kamara says he's going to play, but I think even if Kamara plays, Kamara is like New Orleans' only weapon right now. I mean, yep. they're they're using Taysom Hill and Marquez Ugh. Callaway and Trey Quan Smith and all this crap. Who? And and exactly. And and Cook, Austin Carr on the field yet? I forget it. It, they, all their, their offense goes through Kamara, and that's great. And you can beat the Bears by just going through Alvin Kamara, but you cannot beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the way they are playing right now. They are first in the league in DVOA because their defense is out of control good right now. They are first in rush def- defense DVOA, third in pass defense DVOA, and Tom Brady is is playing really well. Like he's not he's not yeah. playing uh like amazing, like, otherworldly, but he's playing extremely well. I think he's third in the league in touchdown passes. Uh, this Tampa Bay team's going to score, and I don't think the Saints are going to be able to keep up. They are, the, the Tampa Bay, this is exactly what we thought would happen at the beginning of the season. Tampa Bay would start slow. They'd lose to a team like New Orleans early. They have to figure themselves out. They now get Antonio Brown. Chris Godwin might even play this week, coming Underdogs, back from injury. Huh? They are going to dominate this New Orleans team. Give me Tampa well, Bay laying four. And let me give you one other thing you should uh, get. I like this pick. I'm going to pick it on my show uh, on Mud at Night. But uh, this season, so they played seven different opponents in their seven games of the Saints. Three of those opponents have 10 or fewer sacks. The Bucks have 28. They're going to be all Oof. over Drew Brees in this yeah. game. It's been a very soft Saints schedule facing pressure this year. I really like the Bucks on Sunday night, especially if they say Michael Thomas were to miss. So if you like the Bucks, uh, like Shime does, get it now. I would say bet it now because if Thomas plays, it's going to move half a point. It's yeah. going to go to five or five and a half. Oh, it's going to go to four. I'm sorry. So I would, you know, grab no five. Yeah, yeah five. five. Grab it now. Four and a half. Get four. four and a half it's right four now. right now. Oh, I saw four. Oh, I'm going to change my pick here. Four. I've got six. Change my little sheet. Okay. Shut up. Yeah, it's four. Uh, Anderson, I'm going to I'm gonna double up on a game, so why don't you go next, buddy? All right. So I'm going to, like I said before, Shime just, seemed, Shime just seems to go with these picks that are like, oh, you know, whatever. Like, it's it's a great team. Let's hit this. Let's get some, let's get some free money. That's why we call it yep. free money. Get some free money on that. I have decided that I'm going to revert, and I'm going to start going with my gut more often and being a bit more ballsy. So for my first pick, I like the Kansas City Chiefs at minus 10.5 against the Carolina Panthers. Kansas City Chiefs, 
really good. Uh, I think Carolina's offense is about to become slightly inefficient now that Christian McCaffrey's back, and they start being like, what? "Hey, we got to give a million carries oh to the running God. backs in inefficient Wait, situations." Hold on. Are you saying the offense is going to get worse with CMC back this week? Yes. You're so he's going go with ahead, the anti Ewing theory. Keep so now going. that now they now that the better players coming back. They're going to be worse, even though if they just use him exactly how they used Mike Davis, which is basically what they would have done anyways, they'll be equally as good. No, they did not use Mike Davis quite like they used Christian McCaffrey. They were not shoving Mike Davis down your throat the same way they do McCaffrey. But, but, McCaffrey, but they make, they make, McCaffrey they also up has once, not though. been on a team where Joe Brady was the offensive coordinator yet. He was there for a week and a half, mm-hmm. and they played pretty well first two weeks. Uh, what was the record those first two weeks? 0-2. Uh, 0-2. Oh oh well, he went out. So the they lost game. the games? Oh, my. Okay. You so are now Mr. what your record says you are. Clears yep. throat. Okay. Comes what out of else? retirement and drafts Jake Long ahead of Matt Ryan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they make one mistake though, Mutt. It is over for them. You cannot. The margin for error against the Chiefs is like, I don't know. It's like the margin in, uh, you know, Mariposa County, Arizona, right now. It is razor, razor, razor thin. And if you give up even a bit of ground, they are going to take off ten and a half. Insulting to the Kansas City Chiefs. So I am I am laying it all on the line for this bet, and I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs against the Carolina Panthers. Well, this will work out well. This will be a heads-up uh, bet for an iced coffee or a hot coffee or something, because I'm going to take the Panthers uh, getting 10.5. Oh, so we can't go 9-0 this week. Thanks, Mutt. Uh, so, well, I mean, this is such a bad pick by you. I have to go heads-up against you. And I'm going to go to our guy, Matt Friedman of the Action Network. Had some good insight on this game. Uh, road dogs this year. Uh, road road dogs coming off a loss are 24-13. and 13. The reason is people are overvaluing home field advantage in 2020. They're yep. forgetting that they don't have full stadiums anymore. Yes, Kansas City has some fans, but I mean, we've I'm seen just... a couple of primetime games there. It's not that packed. It's not that loud. Uh, we know that Teddy Bridgewater has been an uh, against-the-spread machine in his career. And I'll also point one more thing out. This is Kansas City's final game before the bye week. This is a look-pass game for them, Anderson. They're looking at Bermuda, Bahamas, come on, pretty mamas. They're going on vacation. Cancun on They're three. not worried. Backdoor cover. Carolina plus 10.5. They're not going to win outright, but 10.5 points is too much. Give me Carolina plus 10.5 against the Chiefs. One, two, three. Cancun. Bermuda, Bahamas, come on, pretty mamas, cover the year. <laughs> but they're not going anywhere. They like Maybe that I mean, analysis would apply, but they're not going on vacation for their bye week. They can't. Yes, they are. They, no, COVID's they over, don't you? Uh, COVID's over. That guy, uh, that, November 3rd, COVID ended. We're not paying attention. The election happened. <laughs> that, COVID's that, gone. That Cheeto has been running ads during football games saying, we made it through the pandemic. Well, it's funny. I've been watching CNN the last couple of days. What's that? What's that one thing they stopped covering? Oh yeah, COVID nineteen. They stopped talking about it. That's yeah, because surprising. the election's going on. Why the would election? they keep doing that? The election's that? over. The election's gonna, it's going to be go to court. The Supreme Court and my girl Amy Comey Barrett. She's going to decide this thing. I'm not. No worries oh, at all. God. No worries at all. <laughs> on a non political <laughs> note, poor, poor, my poor next Anderson. pick of the week. <laughs> I don't know what's political about morals, Sean. All right. I am gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take the Houston Texans currently laying six and a half. To and the let me say another thing. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm kidding. Go ahead. Okay. Go uh, I'm gonna take the Houston Texans laying six and a half against the Jaguars. Jaguars are just bad. Houston is finally kind Defund of in them. somewhat of an offensive groove here. I'm just gonna take. I'm just gonna take the better team here. It's not. It's not a matter of anything other than it's less than a touchdown, and I'm going to take the Houston Texans because they're better. They have more offensive weapons. Deshaun Watson's probably going to throw for 350 yards, uh, that, and that's it. It's that simple. The Jake Lutton game. Yeah, well, yeah, and it just yeah, so happens the, that he's playing Jake Luton. Well, Luton? and they they, they don't Luton. have their first round like pick. There's some Lutton. teams that are some teams are tanking. They can't tank because the Dolphins own their first round pick. Exactly, they have <laughs> so to they win. Keep winning. I, 
I like this pick, Sean. I'm yeah, with you on had this. to do it. All right, second pick in a row that I think I'm going to really, really, really dig deep. Uh, I spent, I don't know, 30 to 40 seconds before the show really thinking about <laughs> this one. <laughs> Sounds about right. Big dig deep. And I'm really liking the uh, clear the room. Pittsburgh Steelers this week against the Dallas Cowboys, 13.5 point spread. That's my analysis. <laughs> okay. Do, who's starting for the Cowboys yet? Do we know? Um, no. It was, it's Cooper between Rush Cooper or... Rush or Garrett Grayson, something like Garrett that. Garrett Grayson, I, th- I Garrett think, Gilbert. played the No, yeah, Garrett Gilbert, who's had some, he played in the XFL. Oh, Garrett he was a Drew, Texas Tech guy. Drew right? Brees backup uh, at one season. point, right? I think Gilbert was a Texas Tech That'll guy. translate right to the field. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> That's why he's played so many games in the NFL. The Cowboys are 0 8 against the spread. Yeah, Something, keep it right. At some point, at some point, they're going to cover. They're due. It's, they're so due. This is it. actually Anderson. You just walked the Cowboys into a cover with that. <laughs> they are absolutely covering this. <laughs> Pittsburgh's so good, though. I, I don't blame John. They, they are going to. This defense is going to destroy that Dallas offense, and it is going to be embarrassing. Dallas like should ha- like they have good players on defense. What happened? Like yeah, what Mike went McCarthy. wrong here? Mike McCarthy happened. Yeah, he that's stinks. probably exactly what it is. Mike McCarthy. I can. Can you imagine him walking in for his coaching interview with Jerry Jones, and he like pulls out wheels and a whiteboard, and you've got you've got the right side of a formation with a, a wide receiver split in a slot, and he's like, "Now hear me out. This guy runs a slant. This guy goes to the flat. Wait, wait, wait. QB reads the defenders and picks one. Say Jerry no Jones was like, "Oh my god. Say less. Here's a blank well, check. Right oh here. my god. Say wait, less. Wait, wait, wait. You gonna stand for the anthem? Good. All, Say less. All the, all the media was saying how Mike McCarthy had gone back to the drawing board, had new ideas. Had all these thoughts. analytics nope. guys. Analytics. He still stinks. He still stinks. <laughs> He's the worst. <laughs> He's horrible. Oh, yeah. Well, so I the like, Cowboys going to cover now. Yeah, like I'm going to go. Back. I'm going to double up. Uh, I'm going to double up on a game that I not just like, but I love. Uh, I like Seattle at Buffalo. They're getting they're, they're laying three. They're going to cover the number. The Bills' defense is bad. 21st DVOA, 23rd against the pass, 24th against the rush. An excellent spot. Uh, for let Russ cook, and it's actually a good spot not only for let Russ cook, but I don't think that Josh Allen's going to stink in this game. I think Seattle's uh, pass secondary is not very good, and I could easily see a back and forth shootout type of game. Pete Carroll when he takes his team to the East Coast for a one o'clock game, fourteen seven and three against the spread, so I'm not worried about that. And I can just see these teams going back and forth. Both teams get into the thirties. The over under is fifty five. I'm not only going to bet Seattle laying the three. I want the over here, too. I want the over 55. really doesn't move much, and I think it's because people saw what happened with Buffalo last week, and they think because they played the Jets and Pats in back-to-back weeks, they're actually a good defense. They're not. Their pass defense is terrible. Seattle and let Russ Cook in a shootout, even with DJ Dallas at running back this week. Seattle over, square pick of the week. That's my money. I'm sticking with it. So here's, here's my thing. I love Seattle by three. Love it. I would have picked it if you didn't. When it comes to the over, now Mutt, I need to I need to pose this question to you because Go. I have to do it as your as your gambling buddy have to do it. Um, Seattle now has Carlos Dunlap, Jamal Adams is coming back. They're getting healthy on defense. Is there any chance Buffalo craps the bed here and Seattle just wins thirty to five or thirty to six and just outright I, I, smokes them, kind of like uh, the San Francisco I, game last week? I mean, I guess they could, but I mean, Buffalo. We saw it last week. Well, we didn't see it last week. We saw Buffalo run the ball because the Patriots' defense run defense is terrible, and the weather. They're actually the fifth-best team efficiency-wise in football throwing. John Brown is healthy again. Steph Diggs is healthy. I, I think it's very unlikely that Seattle is all of a sudden going to add a player and get Adams back and be a great secondary. I think they'll, be, they'll, they'll stop the run, and they're actually going to force Buffalo into throwing the football, and they didn't get to this past week because of the weather. They're going to air it out. 
it's in the range of outcomes, Shime, but I, I've seen enough of Buffalo to know they can actually throw the ball when it's not a windstorm. Yeah, so I mean, I, Buffalo's I see the br- best in the league at converting on third down right now. So I, I, I get it, and I just I get. I'm a little hesitant on the over number, but I do love the Seattle pick. 100%. I'm with you there. I want to shoot out here, and it's going to be a good spot, to, a good game to stack in Daily Fantasy if you want to play Josh Allen uh, as your quarterback in some tournament teams. But uh, I am betting that neither one can run the ball, and I'm betting that these two teams air it out, which I would love, love, love to see Sunday at 1 o'clock. Perfect for me. Last pick, Sean? Uh, my last pick, I'm actually going to go with an over as well in a different game. I'm going to go with Baltimore-Indianapolis over 47 here. Ooh. Uh, and I'm kind of going against the grain here. These two defenses are actually not too bad, but I think they're they're good in the way that they're going to cause turnovers. It's not going to be – the thing you want with overs is you want points or turnovers that immediately turn into points. You don't want yep. punts. These two teams are not going to punt. It's going to be score or turnover. That's what's going to happen almost every single drive, and I expect it to be a pretty high-scoring game. You saw exactly what Indianapolis just did with Cincinnati two weeks ago, went back and forth, Cincinnati gets a lead, Indianapolis battles back, they allowed Rivers to kind of throw the football around the place. Last week, they mixed it up with the running backs, uh, kind of threw all over Detroit in a game that I went under on. Um, so I'm actually going to go over 47 here. Uh, I think if, if, if the line creeps up on you, gets up to 50, I probably hesitate a little bit, but mm. I still like the over here. Uh, give me the over 47, Baltimore-Indianapolis. And last one from me here. This one uh, I did dig deep for. Did quite deep. I'm taking a road dog. I like the Chicago Bears getting five and a half points against the Tennessee Titans uh, this week. Tennessee's defense. So, normally you like to have one or the other. Can play man coverage or can get pressure. You know, a little, uh, there's a yin-yang element there. So they have neither. They have one man who can play uh, man coverage, man by the name of Malcolm Butler. Yep, They've got absolutely nothing on pass rush time. You and I had a conversation in our little booth the other day. Yeah, where, would you like a nice stat? Yeah, I was, look, I was looking at I'll get, I'll get the stat in a second. So I was looking at it, and I was like, okay, so they have no sacks, but are they getting pressures at least? Because usually if there's if there's a low amount of sacks but high pressures, it's just— it's, uh, It'll it, balance out. It means sacks are coming. Water will level out. They do not have pressures. No, they have no no pressures. <laughs> they have nothing. So Would they you- they have no pass rush. They have no man coverage. Uh, again, up against Nick Foles. I'll get your stat in a second. Up against Nick Foles. Nick Foles is notoriously streaky, but with against a very crappy man coverage defense with no pressure on him, I think he can put up a lot of points too. And Tennessee, low key, they might they struggle when they're down. I don't think they're exactly built to come back from games as much as they are to front run in games and perform efficiency and keep leads rather than come back from leads. Five and a half is a big spread. I like the Bears five and a half against the Titans. Your so, stat. So the stat here, and this is this boggles my mind the other day. I heard this stat. So the Tennessee Titans are allowing third downs to be converted 62.8% of the time, Ugh. which is ridiculous. Now, posit this. Ben Simmons of the NBA hits free throws at a rate of 62.3%. The Tennessee Titans allow a third down conversion more times than Ben Simmons is going to hit a free throw. That's stupid. <laughs> that should never happen. Is that the whole stat? That's the stat. Okay. That's a good stat. <laughs> I can stat feel, his, bo- I can feel his blood you? boiling from here. Oh. So I love the Titans. Fired up. They are on a slide. They are on a skid right now, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. They need to – I'm hoping that – no offense to you, kind of hope you're wrong and that this game is a wake-up call for them. But at the same time, I don't hate to pick because they have been What's going sliding. on in that locker room? I don't I don't know. They Vic cut Beasley they need was to the not, problem. They need, Vic Beasley out, and now they're going to bounce back. They need That's to not the sign And Desmond King in. 
Unless it's a guy true. from like from a Titans-esque, Belichick-esque locker room. They that need to not sign free agents. Sucked. They just need to draft players that they yeah. can insert into the uh, into that culture. If I'm Tennessee here, like in this offseason, regardless of what happens this year, I think, you want to try and trade up and get the best pass rusher in this draft you can. Because mm-hmm. like that's how you're going to make this team better, is by getting any kind of pass rush. Like something. Clowney's doing nothing. He literally, Clowney is like invisible in the pass mm-hmm. rush. It's it's embarrassing. All right, quick recap from me. I've got the Chiefs ten and a half uh, against the Panthers, the Steelers thirteen and a half against the Cowboys, and the Bears uh, plus five and a half at the Tennessee Titans. Mutt. Uh, I have my Panthers against you. Heads up, Kansas City plus ten and a half points. Eight, one week Seattle for us. three at Buffalo, and let's uh, let's go with the over there as well. Fifty five points. Give me a shootout early one o'clock in a day where the Patriots don't play, so it's red zone centric, and we can recover on a nice Sunday. Get ready for uh, Pats and Jets Monday Night Football. I'm going with Tampa Bay laying four Sunday night football at home for the New Orleans Saints. I got Houston laying six and a half at Jacksonville. And then I got the over 47 in Baltimore, Indianapolis. Now, by the way, we did. So while I do this call to action here, we did get a uh, 10-way parlay tweeted at us this week, I believe. Uh, I don't know if it do. hit or not. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll well, see if I can pull it up here. Well, see if one of That is well up. produced, John. Hey, we had this bit, this great bit of sound. We have it yet. But, uh, yeah, it was good. Thanks. Well, it wasn't Thanks, sound, everybody, but... for sending in those uh, tweets sound. because John I got really you. pays it's attention right here. to them. So the, okay, final, the final hit was... Here, this uh, month, we got the thing we were talking about. Oh, it already nice. hit. Nice. Good job. I think, right? Oh, yeah, it already hit. He hit all 10 of them? Yeah. Week 7 parlay. He hit a 10-way parlay? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. No, a twelve pick parlay. Did all of them he hit? Hit a twelve teamer. Twelve teamer. Now this this is definitely over multiple weeks, by the way. But this is what it, he had. It started with Arizona Dallas from weeks ago. Hit. Respected. These are all money line picks, by the way. KC okay. over Buffalo. The the Eagles over the Giants on Thursday Night Football. Detroit over the Falcons. Uh, New Orleans over Carolina. Oh, he hit this already. Yes. I didn't realize that. Oh my god! The Browns over the Bengals. Uh, that I believe that was the first time they played. Uh, San Francisco. Oh no, that was the second time they so played. So it's at Tiger 49ers, Blood. 49ers over the Pats. Rams over the Bears. Packers over the Texans. Chargers over the Jaguars. Steelers over the Titans, and finished it off with Tampa Bay over the Raiders. And let's point out, since he put the he, the he already cashed out on it, he bet five dollars. It paid out over twelve hundred. That's insane. Twelve pick parlay was the odds were thirty six thousand to one that he would get that thing home. Right? Yeah. And so, so apparently he, he tweeted at us. He tweeted back at us and said he actually bailed on the twelfth pick, the Rams, because he needed the sure thing. Um, oh, so a ca- so a ca- oh so it cashed out. I wonder what it would have paid if he hit the the the, the final leg. I uh, so it's plus thirty six thousand five dollars. Hold on, let's find out. And his name it's handsome uh, underscore swagger on Twitter at Tiger Blood. Nice job by you, Two Tiger O's Blood. with uh, the O's are zero, so he's got it up Get there. We, we retweeted it from a Winners Club Pod account. Good for him! Wow. I'm sure we gave great advice on all the. So, uh, would so what do we get? It would have paid out eighteen hundred mutt, but because he cashed out, he got twelve hundred. Twelve twenty-five. I would, I would absolutely have cashed out. hundred percent at that point. Twelve leg parlay, and my buddy called and said, "Should I cash out now for thirteen hundred? The answer is positively yes, every oh, single time. With a five dollar investment, 
Yeah. <laughs> this makes me want to. This makes me want to log into DraftKings right now and play a twelve-team parlay. <laughs> Fun fact, Matt, I don't know if I ever Just... told you this, but I missed on a twelve-way uh, parlay two years ago because Todd Gurley took a knee at the goal line so that the Rams could run the run the clock out. Oh, that was an all-timer. <laughs> and then he went into the end zone a couple weeks ago when he shouldn't. Have. Yeah, I know. I, that, yeah, that's what reminded <laughs> that's me what, of it. That's what lost them that game, by the way, which hit, this guy hit on because he had Detroit over Atlanta. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. Well, we should Butterfly let people effect. know since John since John's doing a terrible job facilitating today. Well, Otherwise, podcast shine where he says we got to come in here, be nice and tight, in and out. We got stuff we to get do, time. and he yaps on. Winners Club Pod on Twitter. It's yep. Winners Club Pod on Twitter. Please follow and tweet us your picks for the weekend. Uh, big beats, uh, bad beats, good beats, big hits, big misses. At Winners Club Pod on Twitter, and then occasionally Shime or Anderson will retweet those when they feel. Like I always Might retweet them occasionally. Weeks, I but, but they'll occasionally. Get Here's it. I'm thing. not even logged into if that you account. are if you are adding at Winners Club, I like and or retweet everything. And or. I love it. And or. It depends what's how good the, it what's is. What's the or? If it hits a certain bar value, it gets retweeted. If not, it gets a nice Try and retweet all of them. <laughs> we have like two followers on that account. That's not true. We have retweet like 200. Everything. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm at uh, Anderson J.A. Shime's at Shime Time. Mutt is at Mutt W-E-E-I. And as always, this is not a network, but it's a family. We it have is. many podcasts on here. Uh, like uh, the Bradfoe Show. who they has had Joe Kelly on this week. <laughs> Again. And by the way, last week we said that he had Joe Kelly on without knowing that he actually had Turns Joe Kelly on. <laughs> this week he did some kind of draft thing with like Pat Light and, a couple and Joe of Kelly. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, we also have the hashtag Dork Podcast. Uh, this week they answered some of uh, Chuck Klosterman's hypothetical questions because uh, those are actually kind of fun and interesting. So they did that. And off day podcast, Andy Hart, Ryan Hannibal. Andy Hart really mad at Hannibal this week for a headline that he wrote in which he was like, could Damian Harris win the lead back job? And it was, I think he wrote it like a month ago, and then I think they just posted it the other day. That must have been what happened there. Uh, they'll be on after the uh, Patriots lose to the Jets Monday night. They'll have a, they'll have a post-game pot up. So. You're laughing? I'm not going to be surprised if you do. <laughs> I'm really not. Meanwhile, I'll, I'm going to plug this podcast because we're going to have a second edition of the Winners Club podcast this week. You're going to hear this hopefully Thursday afternoon. Uh, by Friday morning, uh, before Dale and Keith kicks off at 10 o'clock and Shime gives out winning picks on that show, uh, a Breeders' Cup edition of the Winners Club podcast will go over all nine Breeders' Cup races on Saturday. It'll be about 45 minutes or so. We'll go through the races in detail and give people an idea of the big bets on the best betting day of the year from Horse Racing Breeders' Cup Day, uh, both one and two, Friday, Saturday, at Keeneland in uh, Lexington, Kentucky. Who's, who's going to be uh, joining you on that podcast? Uh, Matt Bernier, our buddy from uh, or TV's. I should say TV's Matt Bernier from NBC Sports. and. Uh, TV. Girardi of the Daily Racing Forum. So Perfect. we are wow. locked in. We're recorded on Thursday night, and it'll be posted uh, at some point Friday morning, and hopefully get not only football winners, but some racing winners for big racing week. Love to see it. Perfect. Week 9, locked and loaded. We will be back next week, probably with an 8-1 and record, because Mutt had to go against one of my picks, <laughs> thus uh, <laughs> cock-locking us from a 9-0 and record. Uh, but enjoy the rest, Mutt. Enjoy the rest of your Breeders' Cup NFL Week 9 weekend.